The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey, welcome to the show. So happy you're tuning into Dose of Leadership. It's Friday, middle of March. I didn't release any interviews this week. We're dealing with a uh, bad back, so I was out of pocket for a couple of days. But it's Friday, and I thought I would do a solo episode. I haven't done one in a while. Testing out my new Riverside.fm app, too. So I'm videotaping this. Going to put it up on YouTube. So I'm going to do this extemporaneously, if that's a word. I think that's the right word. But no notes. Just off the top of my head. Some things I was thinking about today. Revisiting what I used to call the four C's of leadership. Now I call them the five C's. I've added a fifth one there. I've done a couple episodes on this over the eight years, but I think particularly we're always gaining new listeners. I thought it might be important to revisit it, particularly since I've added a fifth one. And this is what I'm going to name my book, by the way, The Five C's of Leadership, coming soon. But I do appreciate you listening to the show, and I hope you can appreciate this short episode. not going to be very long, maybe 15 minutes. We'll see how long I can get through this. Hope you get some value out of this, but revisiting, revisiting the five C's of leadership. I thought about this today because I saw in the uh, online this new book by Andrew Cuomo called American Crisis, Leadership Lessons from the COVID-19 Panic. And I thought, <laughs> isn't that rich, right? Poor Mr. Cuomo is not having a good time at it. It's starting to all kind of crumble around him. But you know what? I never bought into the hype of Cuomo. Never did. Um, to me, he always walked, talked, and smelled like a bully to me. Always always did. And I just, that type of leadership, you know, we've been in this leadership crisis in the political and public arena. And I know, and I've had some friends of mine say, hey, you can't look to political um, icons or even the current politicians and look at them as examples of leadership. I can't agree any more than I agree 100%. Most of the politicians that we see uh, are not the great examples of leadership. And again, I don't want to get political in here, uh, but it is a crisis and it, it bothers me. I mean, Cuomo, Trump, Biden, Pelosi, Cruz, McC you know, McConnell, Sanders, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. All of these people, in my opinion, are out of touch dinosaurs. Dinosaurs who they view charisma and power as indicators of leadership and they couldn't be further from the truth and that's why it's so frustrating particularly for me as a leadership junkie for me to look at these bozos and these these piss poor examples of leadership and why we give them so much credence i don't know i mean they they hold the keys to the kingdom though and that's what drives me crazy and i don't really see any real great examples of leadership in uh, 
particular political spectrum or even the, the, the entertainment, the media perspective, all the things that we get inundated with. Things have to change. Look, I mean, the world is starving for what I call the five C's of leadership. And I think people are starving for leaders that are composed, that are confident, that are consistent, that are courageous. And then the fifth one is, is compassionate. Those are my five C's, composed, confident, consistent, courageous, and compassionate. And I'll deep dive on those in a little bit. But I, I mean, people are hungry for that. These days of erratic, arrogant, capricious, spineless, selfish leadership needs to come to an end. It has to come to an end. I'm tired of the Trumps. I'm tired of the Cuomos. I'm tired of all these knuckleheads we give a lot of credence to and think that they're great, and they're not. We're all flawed human beings. Look, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're all flawed. But there has to be a level of authenticity, transparency, and vulnerability. Start has to come to the surface. That's the type of leadership people want. And again, the type of leader that I want to be, the type of leader I want to surround myself around, the type of leader that is needed in business, in life, corporations, in politics, in the personal lives, in my opinion, are those five C's. Composed, confident, consistent, courageous, and compassionate. The problem is a lot of people don't see themselves as leaders. And if you've listened to the show, you know what I'm what I mean by this is that I am a huge proponent. If we're talking about an organization of spreading the leadership burden throughout the entire organization where everybody thinks and acts like a leader. But this goes beyond corporations. It goes in every aspect of your life. Right. We all are going to be called to leadership, whether we like it or not. And if you doubt that leadership is for you. You probably do because you're listening to this show. But if the people around you don't see themselves as leaders, if your kids don't see themselves as leaders, if your spouse doesn't see themselves as a leader, we're all called to leadership. Why? Because think about this. I guarantee you there's at least one person, at least one, every single one of us, who's looking to us for influence and guidance, right? You can name at least one, and I guarantee you there's more than one. But all of us can name at least one at this particular moment. In the middle of March 2021, someone's looking to you for influence and guidance, right? If you can say yes to that, and I know you can, then we need to, we're obligated to, to try to study and understand leadership. That's what this is about. And I think people don't see themselves as leaders because they focus, much like these yahoos that I mentioned, these politicians, they focus on the charismatic side of leadership. They focus on um, kind of the surface level of leadership. They play the part. It's easy to fall victim to that, right? Because, look, some people just have it. Some people just are born with this natural, authentic, this charisma that you are drawn to them. I know when I joined the Marine Corps way back when, you know, but I, I got on to my first session of officer candidate school back in 1989. And I got off that bus that summer of 89. And I wanted to be part of something bigger than myself. I wanted, I was hungry to learn about leadership. But by nature, I'm an introvert. I'm a shy guy. I really am. I'm an introvert. I don't like being in large networking places. I like to have one-on-one -on -one conversations. That's who I am. But I looked at introversion as a weakness back then. I don't anymore, but I looked at it as, as, as a weakness. And when I got off that bus, and I remember the sergeant instructors, the drill instructors were kind of you know, moving us around and one was kind of eyeing me out throughout the whole day. And, and near the middle of the day, 
end of the day, he came up to me talking in a conversational tone. He goes, who do you think you are? Why do you think you can be an officer of my Marines? I mean, look at you. You have no presence. You have no command presence. And if you're going to be an officer in my Marine Corps, you better start developing some command presence. And I heard that word presence, command presence, a heavy word, right? And it denotes these images of these larger-than-life characters. You know, I thought, yes, I need, if I'm going to succeed in this organization, I'm going to have to be this larger-than-life charismatic figure like John Wayne, walk into a room, and because of my presence and my charisma, people are going to be naturally drawn to me. They're going to follow me through the gates of hell. Well, that's not me, right? I don't look like John Wayne. I don't have swagger. I certainly can display confidence. And I, I think I'm a confident person, but I'm an introvert. And again, I looked at that as weakness. But I come to find out over time that the charismatic side of leadership, and I do think charisma is something that's, it's like you either have it or, or you don't. Or you, you, some people are certainly more inclined to it than others. And, and I think f trying to force in your mind what a charismatic leader is is the wrong way to go and so instead i think we can focus on those five c's so less about charisma and more about being composed confident consistent uh, courageous and compassionate because if you think about those five c's it doesn't matter what your personality type is introvert extrovert outgoing shy it doesn't matter you have the position or the title or you don't Every single one of us can do something from here on out until the day that we die to become more composed in stressful situations, right? To display this level of composure when the anxiety is high. To be that composed force in a chaotic situation is pretty powerful and pretty influential. The second one, we can certainly be more confident, not only with the people that we're accountable for, but with ourselves Right? To get past some of these limiting beliefs and things that set us back, to be more confident. We can certainly be more consistent. The third C, to simply do what we say we're going to do. That is something that most people miss the boat on. A great opportunity for all of us. We can certainly choose to be courageous, particularly when the situation calls for it. Remembering that courage is a choice. You know, It's, it's being afraid but doing the right thing anyway. And then the fifth one is compassionate. We can certainly choose to be compassionate. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But do you see out of the, these, these five C's, composed, confident, consistent, courageous, and compassionate, every single one of us have the capability of being those things, improving on those things on a day-to-day -day basis. We can chip away at that every single day from here on out until the day that we die. And I'm telling you, you're going to be a pretty effective human being. You're going to lead a pretty significant life if you dedicate Every waking moment to trying to improve in one of those areas every single day, that's to me is what leadership is. It's not about the charisma or the charismatic piece. And I would argue that if you do dedicate your life to being composed, confident, consistent, courageous, and compassionate, trying to improve in that every single day, watering that plant every single day, that over time a natural, authentic charisma with all your flaws, all your quirks, all your weird aspects of your personality that makes you you will come forth and people will be attracted to that. They will be influenced by that. So again, just briefly, composure. What can we do? What does it even mean? I used to say calm, but now it's composure, right? To never lose your bearing. To be that controlled, 
confident, composed force in a chaotic situation. That's what people are hungry for. And you can learn how to do that. And again, the confidence piece. It's getting comfortable with your limiting beliefs, understanding that all of us. That's one of the thing, thing I've learned from this show and having almost 500 conversations. It doesn't matter who you are. We all deal with limiting beliefs, negative self-talk. That's something we got to battle for the rest of our lives. I don't think it's something that ever goes away. And all the guests that I've talked on this show who've achieved significant things, a lot of the great mentors and the people that I've come across in my life said the same thing. They struggle with this every single day. So it's not so much a struggle anymore. They just get used to it. And they know how to tune up, turn up the volume, listen to that negative self-talk, and then counter it. I don't know why we do that as human beings, but that's how we're wired. And the consistency piece, like I said before, just simply doing what you say you're going to do puts you in the top 5% of the population. How many people water things down? They say yes, even though they can't. You know, It's just sticking to your guns, knowing when to say yes, knowing when to say no, over-delivering, under-promising and over-delivering, just doing what you say and being consistent. And it's also being consistent with your people, right? Consistent with your kids, with your spouse, with the people you work with. Being a straight shooter, all of those things, easy to understand, hard to put into play because we're human beings. And the courageous piece, again, all of us are going to be called. And, and, and when I talk about courage, we can sit there and talk about the larger than life things, the life and death things. You know, the examples I've given before in keynotes is, is Sully Solenberger landing on the plane, you know, however many years ago that was on the Hudson Right? or Neil Armstrong landing on the moon with only 17 seconds of gas left. You know, it's easy in a sense to be courageous when you lose engines on takeoff because what choice do you have? It's life or death. And so most of us are going to choose to fight for life. And so it's kind of easy to be courageous then. But what about the courage of the everyday battles that we face every single day? Do I stay or do I go? Do I speak up or do I stay silent? Do I have this difficult conversation or do I not? Do I do something different to change the tra trajectory of this family that gets my stomach in knots and it may seem out of character? No, you know, create, you know, it's causing this physical anxiety, but you choose to do it anyway because you're fearful. And you choose to step forward and do the right thing and knowing that something significant happens on the other side. That's the courage I'm talking about. And that's the courage that we're all faced with every single day. So that's the foundation. Composed, confident, consistent, courageous. I think that is the foundation. Now, that fifth one that I added is compassion. And I got to credit Jane Orlow, who I've had on the show, a good friend of mine. In a conversation with her, she kind of opened my eyes to this idea of it. And it's something I believe. I think the compassion piece is important. But those four foundational C's, the com composed, confident, consistent, courageous, but then the compassionate piece, that's when things start to transform. That's when things really start to renovate in your favor. And what do I mean by that? Well, the compassionate side, it's easy to hear that. You hear that word again, it's compassion. You kind of intuitively know knows what it means to be compassionate. But for me to unlock that compassionate side, there are three keys that really unlock it. And this is what it's all about. Again, you can not focus on the compassion so much. Hopefully you're a compassionate person by nature. You can focus on those four foundational seeds and lead a pretty good life. But if you really want to take it to the next level, you got to throw compassion in there. And to unlock that, you have to be three things. You have to be authentic. You have to be transparent. 
and you have to be vulnerable. Authentic, transparent, and vulnerable. And if you do those things, you're unlocking, that's the key to unlock the compassion side. And let's face it, those are three things that we're really not so good at. We kind of suck at as human beings for whatever reason. That could be a whole another show talking about why we're not so good at being authentic, transparent, and vulnerable. But that is the key. Those are the things that I struggle to work with in my relationships and with myself, being completely open, honest, and authentic with myself and who I am and the situation that I'm faced with. You know, not that you're inauthentic. That's not what I mean. That Not that we're a bunch of liars, but we're just, for whatever reason, we, we don't expose the true who we really are because we're afraid to, right? Because the fear keeps that locked up. The fear prevents us from being authentic, having difficult conversations. The fear to be transparent and certainly the, the, the idea to be vulnerable. And what I mean by vulnerable is not in the sense that you wear your emotions on a sleeve, right? There are times you have to compartmentalize and, and keep things down and, and do things for the sake of, of the situation. What I mean by vulnerable is that, you know, be willing to admit when, um, when you're afraid. Be willing to admit when you don't know. Um, it's that humility side, that humble, teachable spirit, right? That's what we're striving for. But that doesn't mean you're passive, right? Coupled with all of that, with those five C's, is this level of intensity, right? This intensity to do more, to have this warrior spirit, to push yourself out of the comfort zone and into the growth zone. All of that takes authenticity, transparency, vulnerability. It certainly takes a hell of a lot of courage. So it's having this intensity of will. And it's having this humble, teachable spirit with those five C's. And where that Venn diagram intersects and that center is the sweet spot. That's what we should be striving for. That, to me, is the type of leadership that we need. And that's why I'm going to, from here on out, kind of live by those five C's. I try to live by those five C's. I challenge you to live by those five C's. Because that's what the hungry's for, right? Or the, the, what everybody's hungry for. You know, these imposter leaders that we certainly are faced with on the political spectrum, in the public sector, in the entertainment industry, and yes, in some corporations, I do think a lot of the sustainable, successful corporations, they get this, they understand this, and you see a lot of great leaders who are embracing this. A lot of them have been on this show. But these imposter leaders need to be held to account. They need to be minimized. They need to be made ineffectual and irre irrelevant because their day is over. They're dinosaurs, and I'm tired of it. And I'm here on out. I'm 52, and however long I'm on this planet, I'm going to do everything I can to minimize, call out, and make these people irrelevant and have them see the way. Hopefully they can turn it around. But I'm tired of it, and I hope you are too. So take action. Five C's. Compose, confident, consistent, courageous, and compassionate. What are you going to do today to improve in one of those five elements? That's my challenge to you. Thanks for letting me talk off the top of my head. I did that all without notes. One take, one shot. And that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, go to doseofleadership.com. I'm opening up the doors to my university. I got some founding members last year. I closed the door. I wanted to see how it would be for 12 months. It's been outstanding. I'm doing life with some amazing people. You can find out and you can learn about them. You can watch their testimonials at doseofleadership.com slash university. And if you're interested in joining, it's an investment. It'll be up front. It's not cheap. But if you're tired of the mediocrity, if you're tired of being stagnant, living a life that's stagnant, if you're ready to push yourself into the growth zone, if you're really to, to take tackle on life's leadership challenges head on, take a look at this group. It might be worth it. It might be something that's for you. Doseofleadership.com slash university. 
to learn more. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Let me know what you think about this episode. Reach out to me at richard.doseofleadership.com or fill out the contact form on my website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into the show. I hope you got some value out of this episode. If you did, please do me a huge favor. Tell somebody about this show. Tell your spouse, tell your kids, tell your coworkers. Let them know about the value that Dose of Leadership brings to your world. Go to doseofleadership.com. You can learn more about my services. If you're looking for somebody to speak, teach, or coach about leadership, I'm your guy. I'm known for my ability to transform individuals and organizations, teaching them the concept of creating a culture of decentralized leadership. I do think that is the secret sauce to facing all the challenges that we face today. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I look forward to the next time we work together. And until the meantime, make it a great one.